See, the, the problem with Hooters is like if you are at a show club, there is a relationship where the woman is paid to be naked and mm-hmm. dance for you. But at Hooters, they're not. They're just supposed you're supposed to look at them. So it's even worse. They're in some weird sexual uh, harassment purgatory mm-hmm. where they're not getting paid what strippers get paid, yeah. but they're still getting treated terribly and leered at and stared at. But I, uh, I feel like if you apply for a job there, you know what you what's in store. Yeah, you know what I mean. You're That's probably true. like, I got a hot body. I can make tons of tips without after having to show actually show my tits. I guess, but you still have to work your ass off. Yeah, that's and true. like serve yeah. food. You're still and, busting tables, right? And then you go yeah. home at night smelling like fried food and regret. Yeah. Hey everyone, welcome to a brand new episode of Save It for the Show with Dan and Eddie. This is episode 302 of your favorite comedy podcast, where every week Eddie and I sit down, we make each other laugh. We make you laugh. We tell relatable and hilarious stories. Eddie, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing great. Good to hear. Good to see you. Thank you. Great to see you. Good to be in your aura. (laughs) You know, there are certain people when you see them and hang out with them, they have a good aura. Mm -hmm. Other people have a really bad aura. Yeah, definitely. You have a great one. You know who also has a great one? Who? JVN. Jonathan Van Ness. Yes, we're you talking about queer this. Right no, but I just yeah. when you said you have a great aura, like he I, he automatically comes to mind. What if you met him and he turned out to actually be a terrible person? Oh Impossible. Impossible, dude. Yeah. He puts so much of himself. I follow him on Instagram now. Yeah, I do. Too. If this is an act, then he deserves every Oscar. Oh my gosh! Ever yeah. made. He is really selling it. If it's an act, <laughs> seriously, <laughs> give him all the awards. Uh, it's great to see you. Thank you. Great to be here doing a show for everybody. I uh, We never hang out. Mm-hmm. You and I never, ever hang out. And last weekend, we almost had an opportunity to hang out. We did. Let me set the stage here. So it's Friday night. I went out to dinner with my family. Mm-hmm. And it's 745. And I'm laying in bed with my daughter, Quinn, who's four. And I'm reading her stories. Okay. And I swear, five out of seven nights, I probably fall asleep in bed while I'm reading her story for like five minutes. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this is just, and now I'm like, it's almost like a ritual where once I fall into her bed and it's seven o'clock yeah, and I close my eyes for like five minutes and she'll like hit me like, dad, yeah. like you fell asleep while you're reading the story. Like it's that late. And then all of a sudden, Nicole, my wife texts me and says, Hey, I just got four tickets to Bill Burr. You can, yes. It starts in 10 minutes. You, I t- you, you go. Yeah. You got to go because just that day, I even texted you. Yeah, you did. <laughs> At like three in the afternoon, I said, oh, man, Bill Burr is here in Sacramento tonight. We totally should have gotten tickets. Yeah. And we both commiserated for a moment. <laughs> So then the show started at 8, 7.45, my wife, somebody on Facebook, you know, this is the only time in my wife's life where her being on Facebook too much <laughs> actually worked out in my favor. Yeah. She's on Facebook. A girl says, I got four tickets. Who wants them? Nicole's first in line. Piap, grab them. And so, of course, I, I text you and I think I called you because it was... yeah. It was important. Immediate answer needed. I needed. I couldn't float you a text. You're putting your kids down. You're taking mm-hmm. a shit. I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> no, I hope you don't shit at eight o'clock at night. Both at the same time. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Just yelling from the bathroom. <laughs> Get in bed. To your kids. 
and I called you, mm-hmm. which you probably either thought Nicole died or something like why is it was weird yeah and i usually because i was putting the kids to bed and i usually wouldn't answer it but i I was just like i think i'll answer this one for some reason i had a feeling it might be something good i'm surprised you did yeah because if somebody calls me at eight o'clock on a friday i'm thinking immediately what excuse can i tell them (laughs) so i don't want to hang out or you know oh man i'm about to watch like a new episode of ozark tonight it's getting Mm -hmm. real good ah i need an excuse so I don't answer it, and then I'll I'll text them like, "Hey, uh, saw you called. Yeah, what's going on?" <laughs> but you answered, and you said, "Cool, let me talk to Kristen." I said, "Great." So in the meantime, I texted our buddies Josh mm-hmm. and our friend Derek around the corner, and I said, "Hey, I got some free tickets. Are you guys in?" They did the shuffle too. Actually, Josh immediately said, "I'm in. Fuck it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm in." And Derek had to do the wife shuffle a little bit. And then you texted me back. Yeah. Oh, and then, okay, so Josh was at his house with another buddy. And I was like, look, dude, uh, you're going to have to leave him. Like, <laughs> I've got a ticket for you, Eddie, Derek, and me. That's four. Mm-hmm. So our boy Johnny, you're going to have to cut Johnny loose. And Josh is like, all right, I will make that sacrifice. <laughs> and so then I'm on my way and you texted me like, oh, I can't go. Yeah. And I, I, I was like, hey. It's all good. But in my head, I was thinking, fuck, like you must be pissed. Dude, I, 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 I'm pissed because of the timing because it was like, like before bedtime, my girls are excited, having fun. As soon as you say it's time to bed, you know, they get pissed off. They don't want to go to bed. Of course. But this night was particularly bad. Oh no. So if you had called like an hour earlier, Right. I, I probably could have gotten out of the house before shit oh, went wrong. Sure. My wife would have been like, oh, yeah, they're fine. We're good. Yeah. You well, you would have had them on a path. Yeah, exactly. Right. Or if you had called half an hour later <laughs> when they were finally asleep, then right. I could have gone. Because putting them to bed, like both my girls were freaking out because right. they're, you know, overtired and they, they wanted my wife to lay there with them, but she mm-hmm. had the baby. Yeah. So they're getting crying and throwing tantrums and stuff just stealing your joy stealing my joy and I, i'm already annoyed my wife's annoyed and then my son the the baby of the group like starts throwing a tantrum mm-hmm. too kind of fussing and stuff i sent him a text to see if he wanted to go yeah but he didn't text me back he's an asshole yeah now he's the cutest thing ever um <laughs> he left me on red <laughs> so yeah so I, I asked kristen and she's like She's like, really? Like, right, right now? It has to be right now? And I was like, well, the show starts at 8. She's like, it's 8 o'clock right now. Right, like, right. And I'm like, I know. I understand that. So, mm-hmm. But I, I need to give Dan an answer. And she's like, fine, go. Oh, and, boy. Yeah. And I was like, fine, go. Are you kidding I know. me? So, like. And I've been there. Yeah. I mean, it's it's stressful. Your wife is a saint. And I'm sure she could mm-hmm. care less if you go. But in that moment where maybe she's been trying to put Remy down for a half an hour and then the thought of her just like, oh, and now I got to come out? Yeah. Like, what are you going to do? Put the girls on an iPad and then I got to come out and put them down while you're at Bill Burr getting drunk? Yeah. Fuck that. <laughs> so initially I was pissed, but like that, because of meditation, yes, that quickly went away because I switched my perspective and I was like, if this was her going, I right. would have... I would have thrown a tantrum and been mm-hmm. like, are you fucking serious right, right now? Like the baby's crying, the girls are crying. You right. want to go watch a comedy show, you asshole? Right. So yeah, so after she got the baby down, she's like, are you mad? And I'm like, honestly, I'm not. Like I right. completely see mm-hmm. and why that would have sucked. Right. I'm sad that I couldn't go, but 
but you oh. better roll over and let me tap that ass <laughs> as a consolation prize yeah not when a baby sleeps in your room man no. it's so hard to get it on i see i never had a problem with that <laughs> but nicole never yeah ever i mean even now and this is what's hard about having a kid who's 12 like he doesn't go to bed till 10 <laughs> yeah. o'clock so my bone window is mm-hmm. smaller than ever and yeah when we had a newborn in our room and she never wanted to get down yeah um, we would 69 a lot though. She was okay with that. Ironically, uh, just not fucking a little finger bang while she's yeah, <laughs> breastfeeding. She's, yeah, well, come on, you know, circle of life. BFF is what they call it. Uh, is that what they call it? <laughs> BFFB. Is oh my God. So, okay. Yeah. So you couldn't go. And yes. then I said, guess what? We got a ticket for Johnny. So he's re-invited. He's with, like, I just murdered Johnny. <laughs> I know. I just broke up with him as a friend. We had a huge fight. Uh, and, and just like you and I, he ironically, his, his wife said to him today, they, man, I wish we could have gone and see Bill Burr. And so then he got the caller and be like, Hey babe, look, I'm going to see Bill Burr <laughs> for free and you're not. Bye. <laughs> and that was the other beauty of these tickets is that not only were they free to us, they're free to this girl. Mm. Like on the ticket, it said comp. Oh, okay. So it was at a casino. Who knows how many there? I think it's like a 4,000 seat theater Mm -hmm. they probably gave away a thousand of them who knows yeah how many of those seats they gave away so we got there and we had general admission but we got there like 20 minutes after it started Mm -hmm. and we walked in there was a two thousand people sitting in the bleachers (laughs) and here we are like four grown-ass men you know just come shambling in and it felt like high school all of a sudden where (laughs) everyone is sitting there listening to him i mean imagine if you go to a movie and you're late to the movie and you're kind of Oh shit, man! Right, there's a party of four. How are we gonna find four seats? Yeah, you feel kind of like a dick for that moment for someone who paid for an eight dollar movie. Mm-hmm. Well, here we are for people that paid, you know, sixty, seventy, eighty bucks, and we're kind of like walking around in front of everybody. <laughs> and but then, boom, we found a great spot. We sat down, and I've never been to a comedy show like that big. Yeah, where there was it was even he said he's on stage and he said. I feel like I should be singing country songs up here or something because it was a big ass thing, um, but it was a lot of fun. Nice. Was he funny? He was funny. I mean, look, <laughs> I don't know how to put this, but like, I love Bill Burr. I do too. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of his. You know, his stand-up specials, his podcasts. You ever watch F is for Family? I don't watch F is for Family. It's pretty funny. The intro of that is awesome. Is it? Yeah. He did credits. talk about his dad a oh, little okay. bit during it too. Um, it's not it's so much to watch on yeah. Netflix. I need to watch it, but I, I will say this. And like I said, I've never, and I haven't even seen a stand up comedy show in probably eight years. I don't even yeah. know the last time. It's been a while for me too. I went to one, but anyhow, it, he felt, he seemed tired. Oh, like, really? I kind of feel like, and I, I don't know how to fix this, but between Twitter and podcasts in general, like it just felt like just, just content like he was just up there yeah and it was funny but i just feel like i'm surrounded by so much entertainment non-stop mm-hmm. between other shows i listen to just tv shows in general that i guess i was expecting it to be funnier mm-hmm. and i laughed and i was sitting next to some guy who laughed at everything and his <laughs> laugh was weird and i almost laughed at his laugh and but then also like you're around all these drunk people oh, people yeah. were shit-faced so he would say a joke and then everyone's repeating it. And mm-hmm. that really kind of got on my nerves. I hear people say like, oh man, he just said, I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I just heard it, dick. And everyone's looking around and then two girls got in a fight. 
Like a fist fight? They were sitting so close to us and I couldn't tell what started it, but they just started. I think, I think one of their boyfriends was drunk and being obnoxious. Mm -hmm. So the other boyfriend said to him something like, yo man, Hey, we all paid to be here, bro. Yeah. Can you kind of just bring it down a notch? And his girlfriend's like, no, fuck no. (laughs) And then she got all up into it. And then her, his, the other guy's girlfriend turned around and they were jawing at each other. And all I remember is this girl was like, you don't fucking know me and you're insulting my character. She kept saying that you're insulting my character. And now everyone's like, be quiet. (laughs) And Bill Burr is so far away. Yeah, he that's not even on his radar. On. No, it's not even close <laughs> to his radar. Um, but it was fun, and I, I will say this: I'm glad I didn't pay for him. Yeah, okay. I hate to be like that, but for eighty bucks, I was glad they were free. Yeah, I feel like I would prefer to be at like a comedy club instead of like a big, you know, stadium or theater or something like right. that. Right? Because I feel like comedy is so intimate. Yeah, like you need that that close uh, setting, I guess. Right. To really like, yeah, get the feeling of it. Exactly. And you know, it's not like he's Kevin Hart or something where he's flopping around and making all this noise yeah. and just like a super character. He was angry, I guess. And he had some funny bits. Like the one thing I will say that I really appreciated is he went hard on the military. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like really hard. He talked shit about cops and firefighters, which is funny because to me, he is pretty, he's also pretty anti like me too. And he talked a lot about mm. feminism and stuff. But yeah, he went hard on military people not being heroes. Yeah, and they and I thought that was the funniest shit. <laughs> and some people, and he made fun of farmers a lot. Like he really leaned into that. So I'll, I'll give him that. But it was fun. Yeah, you, sorry you didn't go. Ah, thank you. Uh, you know what's weird about him is that like if I didn't know anything about him, I just saw him on the street. Mm-hmm. I would be like, that guy's probably racist. Yeah. You know what I mean? But right. he's married to a black woman. Yeah. Like he's, you know, in, in those aspects, socially, he's he's pretty right. liberal. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's, it's weird. Did he fall in love with her or did he marry her just for the past? That's true. You know, just so he can be like, I'm not racist. No, it, yeah. He doesn't, <laughs> his act is not racist at all. And he's not like one of these comedians who you can tell is actually racist mm-hmm. by like the baloney stuff they, they tweet about, like, you know, just Kaepernick stuff or just like, yeah, clearly you're actually. Yeah. You're not fooling anyone, bro. Yeah. You don't like black people. Yeah. He's not like that at all, but it was good. So I'm sorry. Sorry, well, Eddie. I'm glad you had a good time. Yeah. Listen, I did want to ask you a question. Okay. While I was there, I thought about something. I was taking a piss at the urinal. Okay. And there's lots of men around and I don't look at other guys' dicks. Honest to God. <laughs> I don't either. I really don't. <laughs> Who's like actively doing that? I don't know. I kind of feel like there might be a move where you're taking a piss and you're just like, do to do looking around. You kind of look down just to <laughs> just to size up your neighbor. I just stare at my own dick because it's so beautiful. That's what I, I do. Okay, fine. <laughs> I know, and you've got those beads. I do. Yes, surgically enhance the beads <laughs> uh, into your cock. But no, you're right. Like you usually, look forward. You look down. I don't look around. Um, but I happen to. I nobody was standing next to me. Okay. So I was standing there taking a piss, and then right when I looked down, I happened to look down when a man was moseying up. Okay. And I noticed he had his pants open. His boxer briefs open, and he has dick through the hole in his underwear. So you know how underwear, the way they make it, yeah, and it's got a hole in there, which I imagine at some point was what people did. They pulled their dick. I mean, women have the hole in their underwear too. I think no. some of no, no, they don't, they don't. So yeah. why do men still have that hole? So I wanted to ask you, when you take a piss, so when I pee, I I might pull my dick through my zipper. 
which I feel like is a ballsy move. Yeah. You know, that's like putting your dick, your soft, soft dick through the jaws of death. Mm -hmm. So I'll unbutton my pants, pull down my boxer briefs. Yeah. And you kind of tuck it under your nutsack. Exactly. A little bit. That's that's my move, but not this gentleman. He pulled his dick through his underwear and through his shorts. But then what he did, and now I'm kind of watching this guy. And when he finished, he had his phone in one hand. He pulled his dick and balls through the hole. And then when he finished, he kind of just like scooted and tucked his butt back. And it all just went just, <laughs> like, like a turtleneck. <laughs> exactly. And it all just kind of shot back in. And I thought, man, he didn't even give that a shake. He's got probably like a quarter cup of piss oh, yeah. in his pants. Those after are drenched that draws right there. So it sounds like you do it the way I do it. Yeah. I, I think my, like one time maybe in my entire life, and I was probably wearing like a suit. Yes. That okay. I, you know, zipped totally. it down and pulled it through the hole just because I didn't have to want to tuck my shirt in right. and do all this crazy shit. Okay. But other than that, yeah, I don't know anyone who does it like that. And you know what? You're totally right. Maybe fancy Wall Street businessmen, mm -hmm. they're just constantly pulling their dick through their trousers because <laughs> they don't want to untuck their power suit. But not working class Joes like us. No. <laughs> if he's wearing like shorts <laughs> and flip flops and you're right. just doing that, are you a fucking savage? What's No. What is the deal? I even have a pair of uh, basketball shorts where the drawstring has since sort of been knotted so much. Mm -hmm. They're very tight. So I'll pull up my leg. <laughs> I'll pull up the leg of the shorts and drop my dick out that way and piss that way. And I feel like it's awesome. It's a great way to do it. I mean, your dick is the size of a leg, so it makes sense for it to come out the leg hole. It's not that big, Eddie. <laughs> Don't be so modest. Um, so write us in, gentlemen. Tell us, tell us how you pee. My wife actually wears boy underwear. And pisses through the underwear, too. So that's just between us. Have you ever, when you're pulling your underwear up, like, you know, you got to pull, like, stretch it out over your dick, you know? Mm -hmm. Have you ever, like, s slipped off your thumb and just, boom, oh, hit you right yeah. in the dick or the nuts? That's I did the that the worst. other day, and I, like, coughed, like, uncontrollably. Right. Yeah, it was bad. It's amazing how that feeling, yeah, like, you pinch your dick, and then you feel a pain in your back. Yeah. Or something like the way that our bodies are wired. The other thing I hate too is you're taking a piss and you're wearing a shirt and you're kind of not paying attention and your shirt flops down yeah. in front of the, the stream yeah. and then you've pissed on your shirt. <laughs> Especially if it's a shirt like a button up shirt where it yeah. kind of has like the tails hanging down there. Yeah, let us know how you pee, guys. <laughs> now we got another thing to add add to our stuff. Um, speaking of your dicks and whatnot. I saw that Kanye West mm -hmm. was the quote-unquote creative director for the Pornhub Awards. I saw that Did you hear too. about this? I did, yeah. I just love that a guy like that, I think he was on Jimmy Kimmel or something, and I think he mentioned something about liking blacked, the porno mm -hmm. blacked, which is black dudes fucking white chicks. Yeah. But they're shot in a way where they're like one of the nicer porns, mm -hmm. where it's like a soft lens and it's like um what's a good example of this like t certain tv shows there's like seinfeld and there's like modern family mm -hmm. and i think isn't that like a one or two camera isn't that how they they classify that yeah single cam is when you have um no audience okay yes yeah so like modern family or the goldbergs mm -hmm. but then multi-cam like though? friends friends multi-cam yeah okay so this is more of like a modern family porno mm -hmm. anyhow then he's getting hit up by porn people and then boom like a month later he's now doing the outfits the the lighting of the Pornhub awards <laughs> and i just have to say 
good for him. <laughs> <laughs> like it takes a lot of courage for a celebrity who's married, mm-hmm. you know, to another a, a beautiful woman whose face and body is her entire thing mm-hmm. to put himself out there. Like, could you imagine if, I don't know, Tom Cruise, you know, was the host of the AVN Awards? Yeah. Like, you know, he watches porn. Oh, yeah. But to put yourself like championing in championing it <laughs> and being out there with it tip of the hat yeah guy. and now like he's obviously getting paid for it right like or is he just that in the porn hub see that's the thing i always wonder about with him because a few years ago it seemed like he needed money yeah but then i know kim kardashian makes like a million dollars a day on her app alone mm-hmm. like her little goofy video game yeah. farmville for for women so but maybe they don't share money could you imagine that like they don't share money it needs to be like yo kim i need some uh grocery money i'm going out with my friends i'm sure he's fine oh yeah he's got to be fine yeah i mean yeezys are 350 dollars right and those always sell out like yeah he's he's got to be doing okay unless he has the absolute worst lawyer and agent ever who got him the worst deal yeah on all that stuff which i highly doubt He's fine. Yeah. He's fine. So, yeah, shout out to that. And then it made me think about us because we've always joked that we wanted to do advertising on a porno website. (laughs) And I'm going to look into it. I know I say this all the time, but before we quit this silliness, Mm -hmm. I just want to see because every time I have ever paid a few hundred bucks for some ads, Mm -hmm. we always have a good return on it. Okay. Now, I don't want to reach out to them. They're like, yeah, it's 10 grand, which they very well might. And why wouldn't they? Yeah. The traffic is through the roof. That's, yeah. Through the roof. But I, 10 grand though? Like, you think it's that, pro- I feel like every porno know. site traffic is through the roof. Yeah, but see, the thing is, most online advertisement is targeted. So, for instance, if you're a painter, mm-hmm. you pay for the keywords Sacramento painter, and then foop, your thing comes up there. If we're just talking about raw, organic impressions on that website, like I couldn't pay. I mean, I, how much would it be to be on CNN.com? Just yeah, to everybody. I don't know. I'll, I'll look into it. <laughs> I'll look into it, Eddie. Last time I looked into it, it's what led to me discovering Eddie Zanel. <laughs> when, you know, that whole rabbit hole we went <laughs> With down. With a Z, guys. With a Z. So, so look into that. And uh, it's good stuff. I want to do an old segment. Oh, okay. Before we get to an old segment, I want to give a shout out. To a new sponsor, Eddie. Oh shit, son! Yes. Really? If okay. you got, if, if you go, and this is smart of these people, you can buy an ad on our show in certain marketplaces. Another podcast bought an ad on our podcast, and I'm beholden to them. Mm-hmm. You know, I have an agreement here, Eddie. <laughs> the last time I had an agreement, though, I didn't really honor it. Remember, it was for that <laughs> yeah. casino. Yeah. Oh my god. A casino paid us to talk about them. And then we just shit on them yeah. for like 10 minutes. I, I feel like they deserved it, man. I mean. <sighs> they did. They did. It was a scam. It had to have been. You know, my wife, I love her to death. If you're trying to skip the ad, don't try because I'm going to tell <laughs> another story and then I'll get to this ad. Okay. My wife, bless her heart. We have a cat, a Persian cat mm-hmm. and he's beautiful and we love him and we want another Persian cat. So she found a website online Okay, and it's called treasured persians.com <laughs> right so if she's texting me <laughs> that's a real site it's, it's, it's either like treasured persians 
cats, treasured Persians, something like that. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Okay. And she sends me the link and she's like, I want to get one of these. And I saw treasured Persians and I just, my mind was racing. <laughs> so I go to this site and it looks pretty legit. Okay. You know, it's got testimonials. It's got logos on the bottom of the Better Business Bureau and all this stuff. And at first blush, I thought, wow, this seems great. Mm -hmm. They seem reputable. There's whatever. But then I thought, man, this just doesn't smell right. <laughs> so I did a reverse Google image search on the cats. Sure enough, scam. Oh, really? So now I'm going down a rabbit hole. There's a website even called PetScams.com because this is such a pervasive <laughs> problem where, you know, you're a 70-year-old idiot from Idaho mm -hmm. and you want a pug or you want a Persian cat. And maybe they don't have a Persian cat at PetSmart yeah. <laughs> because it's like a designer mutant cat mm -hmm. that has no reason to even be alive. <laughs> they should have died out thousands of years ago mm -hmm. so you go to you google persian cat and then the first thing that comes up is an ad for our podcast about anal <laughs> <laughs> and boom there it is and it's a scam how like how was it so what you pay them money and they supposedly send you a cat right and then they never do and they but how do you send someone a cat like you ship it <laughs> I don't, can you just yes. get animals shipped to you? Well, but that's part of the thing too that I looked into. There are services and there are certain planes. It's expensive. It's like two, 300 bucks to ship the animal alone. Yeah. Okay. And so that was another reason I thought, okay, no. <laughs> and yes. And then you have to go to the airport and pick it up. It's a whole thing, Eddie. Oh, okay. I don't want to talk about it. Okay. <laughs> so but the, yeah, it's a scam. Is, so is that our passive income? We come up with a scam website? I think that's what we need to do. Sure. Why not? I don't know what we're going to sell, but... Cats. Figure. <laughs> okay. So cats. Filipino cats. Filipino cats. Why not? I mean, there's Persian cats. Yeah. There's got to be Why a not? Filipino cat. <laughs> Why not? And so, but this podcast, it's called Things We Hate with Amanda and Daniel. It sounds a lot like our show. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do the read here. All okay. right. You need even more pop culture talk? Check out the Things We Hate podcast with Amanda and Daniel. In this podcast, the Chicago couple discusses and laughs about the good, the bad, and the ugly parts of life from Amanda's perspective as a female law student and Daniel's perspective as a half-Japanese, half-American. Which part of them's half-Japanese? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Each week, they rant about something in society driving them crazy, and they love hearing what you hate, too. New episodes are released every Friday on all your favorite podcast streaming services. So check out Things We Hate with Amanda and Daniel. Follow them on Twitter at TWHpod. Nice. Nicely read. I want to shit on this now. <laughs> like, I, I want these people paid us. Yeah. You know, this would be like, I think, if I could somehow get a ad for us on fucking Bill Burr's podcast. I don't know. Like, <laughs> how much did that cost? Uh, except all he, he shills for is like, what, me undies. Yeah. And, Zip recruiter movement watches. Ugh. So no, but listen, if you want another podcast exactly like ours, check theirs out. <laughs> Things we hate, but it can't be as good as ours. I mean, ours, ours is the best, right? I mean, they're advertising on our show. We're not advertising on theirs. <laughs> That's true. Um, so check it out if you want to. Okay. Throwback segment. Tweets from Dan you might have missed. Oh, shit. Okay. I haven't done this in a while. Yeah. So I'm pretty active on Twitter. My handle is at Dan the Beast. And I used to every so often share tweets because I don't know, they, if they were popular mm -hmm. or something. So here's a few tweets that I tweeted over the past few weeks 
that got a lot of likes that okay. I thought maybe you guys would enjoy. All right, this one got three retweets. Wow. And okay. 37 likes, which is quite a few <laughs> for this guy. I say, being a parent is basically missing and wanting to see my kids all day and then at night hurrying them to sleep so I can watch Netflix with my wife. Boy, Eddie, I tell you. <laughs> Spot on, man. That's not relatable. Spot on. You know, guys like us, we want to see our kids all fucking day. Yeah. And then hurry them to sleep so we can go see Bill Burr. <laughs> but we can't. But we can't. Because they're bitches. stay home. Because they're pieces of shit. These goddamn kids. Uh, here's another one. This one really hit close to home. My wife ate three leftover chicken wings I'd been fantasizing about all day, and I'm absolutely rocked by this. What? Yeah. Did you slap her around a little? <sighs> Dude. I mean, that's that's slap-worthy behavior right there. You know what it was? So like I said, last Friday, we went out to dinner, mm-hmm. and I had these great chicken wings, and they were so good that I got to the point where I was full, and I thought, you know what? I can lean in right now. I could just finish these off, <laughs> or your boy's got great... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Willpower. <laughs> I can hold it back. Okay. I've been meditating. Yes. And I can hold back from coming and I can hold back from overeating at a local pub. Mm-hmm. And I said, I'm going to save these chicken wings. So I was already excited. It wasn't the kind of thing where, man, I ate too much and I brought home some extra pizza. Like that's kind of fair game. Yeah. You bring home pizza. It's in the fridge at home. It's for anyone to eat. Mm. But I very purposely drew a line. I said, no, I'm saving these for tomorrow. And then that Saturday, I woke up and I came to eat them and they were gone. Okay, I got I got a couple questions. Okay. Uh, question number one, where'd you get these wings from? This sounds delicious, my friend. Uh, that porter joint down the street. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've had those good. before. Really pretty good. good. Mm-hmm. Um, number two, were they a shared dish or did you specifically order them? Ooh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> you're okay, Your Honor. Okay, well, it was one of those things. I ordered it. Okay. But I ordered it under the guise that we were kind of all sharing. Mm-hmm. But it was mine. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. That's, like, I mean, it was mine that I was sharing. Yeah. In my household, regardless of who orders the wings, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure my wife would text me and be like, hey. Right. Do you want these wings? Because if not, I'll eat them. And then obviously, I'm gonna be like, "Don't fucking touch my wings." You're the wing king. Yeah, you know they're mine. So, right. mm-hmm. I, so I, I can't really relate to this blasphemy that Nicole right hits you with. I don't command the same wing respect in my <laughs> house that you do. And not only that, so I came home, I opened the fridge, and that white styrofoam box was gone. And I immediately knew this bitch <laughs> ate my wings. And the worst part is. My wife don't know how to eat a chicken wing either. Yeah, she probably took like, oh, is there any drumsticks? Oh God, there's just thighs, and she, you know, took like a weird little bite and threw the rest out. You know, she don't know how to clean the bone. Yeah, like you and I do. That's so disappointing. So I was really upset about that, and I think that a lot of people could relate. Yeah, could relate to that one, Eddie. What else do I got here? I queued up four. I don't remember what I said. Oh, okay. So, yeah, here, let me talk about a podcast. Okay. I, I'm just loving Dr. Death, but damn, these mid-roll ads are bad and corny. They use a gravelly voice and cheesy metaphors. They feel like content, but once I realize it's an ad, it's super annoying. Make the first episode free and then charge me for them. So, podcasting sucks. Mm-hmm. Like, as a medium, it still hasn't figured out how to pay for itself, how to monetize. And I read this really interesting statistic about, like, I don't know, last year... There was a hundred million dollars spent on media buys 
for podcasts mm-hmm. and like 16 billion for radio. Oh geez. Radio. <laughs> okay. is still just completely crushing podcasting as an auditory method of getting ads across. Mm-hmm. And this Dr. Death show is a great example of it. Where have you, have you listened to this show? No, I haven't. It's pretty good. I mean, look, it's true crime. It's a six hour episode of 2020. Oh, okay. essentially, you know, where mm-hmm. it's about a doctor who's a piece of shit, but maybe he's not. He's he's killing people, he's hurting people. But then, boom, in the middle of the excitement and drama, some dude's voice comes on. He's like, hey, just want to check in and uh, make sure everything's all right. And if you're feeling uncomfortable, what could be comfortable is a great pair of socks from Bonobos. <laughs> it, 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 it took me, I was like, what is going on right now? It was so, it was like a man came in my house and, you know, but that's the thing about podcasting is what are they supposed to do? Yeah. Someone's got to pay for it. Everyone's too fucking cheap to pay for podcasting. Are you going to pay five bucks for a show like that? That's true. I'm not, I guess, but instead now like this ad for things we hate with Susie and Daniel, or what was that gal's name? Uh, Amanda. Amanda and Daniel. Like, mm-hmm. that's baked into our show forever. <laughs> so if someone can figure out how to truly monetize podcasting and make it relevant and not something that... Like, now when I listen to it, I pull my phone out and I'm just hitting 15 seconds. As, yeah. Skip forward as fast as I can, which... What are you going to do? Well, a lot of, uh, like, podcast networks are going, like, the paid route. Right. Where, um, you know, they, they put a bunch of their episodes behind a paywall. Right. So if you want that or special content, then you have to subscribe to whatever, mm-hmm. like Earwolf or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, maybe we need to <laughs> try to get on some super famous network. Okay. <laughs> I'll just keep trying. Get a cut. <laughs> I'll just keep trying, man. <laughs> uh, okay, last one. I, I tweeted a couple weeks ago. The fact that I can't just get in my car and say, Alexa, play I'll Be Sure is both ridiculous and offensive to Mr. Sure. So sorry if I just set off your 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 computer. I don't even want to say her name. But that drives me crazy all the time. Where you're in your car and you want to listen to a song exactly. Mm-hmm. And look, I guess if you pay for Spotify and it's hooked up to your computer uh, dashboard, mm-hmm. but most people don't. And now that I'm like so hardcore on the voice train to be able to just say, hey, play the new Motley Crue album or the new whatever. I have listened to Motley Crue to save my life, but I wanted to play a song for my kids and I couldn't remember what, and I was pissed. And You could probably do something, like hook up an echo in your car somehow. You like, do need the internet. Well, so you'd have to like tether it to your phone. Yeah, or you can get like a... Uh, a what Wi-Fi you, Yeah, one situation. of those things and throw that in there. And yeah. Then boom, you're good to go, man. That would be, you know what you do? You get your BZRK tweeters. <laughs> of course. On one side. And then on your other side, you've got this custom little echo dot. Man, pussy got wet <laughs> if a girl got in and you could say, hey, what do you want to listen to? And she's like, I don't know. And you say, Alexa, play my smooth jam. Make this girl drop her panties. Gonna get laid tonight playlist. Yes. And then she'd say, now playing your smooth jam. Want to get laid tonight playlist. <laughs> Uh, that would probably work. That'd probably work. Let's figure it out. I'm going to try. You know, that could be our passive income. And we finally make a company and, and do something good with our lives. Yeah. Uh, also, so I, I, threw the, I threw the net out there. 
mm-hmm. on Twitter. I said, hey, what's anyone want to talk about? And a good friend of the show, A-Train, he was talking about that we should discuss how Cardi B and Nicki Minaj mm-hmm. got in a big fight at New York Fashion Week, which okay, I'm so sick and tired of this. <laughs> like, A, these women are professional actresses essentially at this point Mm -hmm. but what do you expect like a year ago cardi b was a stripper (laughs) and like tough as shit yeah and now you just like plunge her in this claiming the bloods like (laughs) seriously and now all of a sudden you expect her to like change she's the same person yeah and everybody was so like oh she's real she's raw and this is i love her because she's so authentic and then the second that she acts crazy you know, people are like, oh, she's out of control and, mm-hmm. and she's ghetto. It's also because she's black. You never say that about white people. Mm-hmm. Um, don't get me started on Serena Williams, <laughs> Eddie. All right. Uh, so, yeah, that's he, he wanted to talk about Mac Miller passing. Honestly, I have I couldn't tell you a Mac Miller song at all. I mean, I'm so out of touch. Yeah, I, I yeah, I'm not like a huge Mac Miller fan. Are we too old? Um, I don't know, but like I have like listened to some of his albums and yeah. I think he's a legit rapper. Like I liked his style, I liked his mm-hmm. flow, I think he could write lyrics. Who's I he think like? he was Does he a sound real like anybody. Um he was kind of like oh man. That's a hard question. Yeah. How are the beats? Just... You got good beats? Yeah, yeah, good beats. He had a show on MTV and I saw a couple episodes of that and he oh, really? seemed like a cool, fun dude. Yeah. Um but yeah, like I don't know enough of his work to be like you know, oh, this song is dope. There was an album, I think it's called like Watching Movies with the Sound Off or something like that, or No Sound. Okay. And that was probably like my the first album I ever heard of his. Yeah. Um, and then I'd listen to him here and there. But yeah, it's it's sucks that he was like 25, 26 or something like so that. So young. Yeah. Well, he's a legend now, I guess. Yeah. I mean, what he died from over drinking? Uh, overdose or of something? some kind. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Apparently, Ugh. like his house. Was scrubbed clean before the cops got there. Like all really? the drugs, all the drugs was gone. Wow. Yeah. So somebody fixed that. Yeah. Someone's like, we can't. This looks like shit in here. We right. can't have that. Let's clean this up. You know what I thought was unfair is that people were pissed off at Ariana Grande, his ex girlfriend. So, so stupid. Man. How shitty of a narrative is that? That a woman has to stay with a guy and like fix him. Yeah. Or can't break up with a guy because he's suicidal or sick. Like it's like she needs to ruin her life. Yeah. Like, look, at some point, yeah, of course you want to try to save them, but they were dating. It's not like they were father and son yeah. or something. And yeah. the girl's got to live. Ugh. Yeah, it's it's a shitty situation to be in, too, because, like, people, yeah, blaming her right. and, like, giving her all this, like, hate mail and, and shit online. Like, mm-hmm. Don't you think she tried? Like, don't you think she probably, yeah. for years or however long they dated, she tried to pull them out of it? And at some point, you just can't. Yeah, like one of his best friends said, like on a podcast, that she was super involved in in his first shot at uh, uh, sobriety. Oh, I'm sure. So, like, she was, you know, and he's like, I don't understand why all these people are hating on her. Like, she's mm-hmm. a wonderful person mm-hmm. and all shit. I don't know, man. And you know like, good. Just with everyone, like, so many people committing suicide these days. Oh my like, God. Do you think it's fine to bully someone and blame them for someone else's overdose? Like, right. do you think that helps her mentally? Like, no. Yeah, it's just spreading more negativity. It's terrible. Yeah. Eddie, we meditate. That's what you right. do. That's all you got to do, guys. Do you remember a few years ago? Maybe she was dating Mac Miller. She was at a donut shop or something. <laughs> yeah. And there was a very over the top donut, maybe. Mm. And she said something to the effect of, 
oh god this is disgusting i hate america <laughs> and she said it very nonchalantly but purely obviously jokingly yeah to say this is why america has issues because it's very gluttonous people went to war yeah to that poor girl i i don't know what her deal is people just want to hate that gal yeah so bad saying that she needs to be carried everywhere because there was a photo of oh, like her manager yeah. giving her a piggyback ride or something i don't know but in a heartbeat <laughs> anybody would hang out with her or be her friend oh yeah all the haters she can fucking sing too man she, she is can. a very talented She's lady great i ain't got no tears left to cry <laughs> that song's my jam all right uh one more uh chip and Sh- chip and cern Mm-hmm. Uh, another good podcast and, and friends of ours on the Twitter said that they just talked about how Hooters is going out of business. Yeah. So Hooters for our friends overseas is an insane concept that I can't mm-hmm. believe is a restaurant. This is why I hate America because <laughs> there's a restaurant in America <laughs> called Hooters and their logo is an owl, mm-hmm. but the eyes, the O's, of the word hooters mm. are like the owl's eyes i think it's tits yeah <laughs> like it's supposed to mean boobs yeah and you go there and the women that work there are young and they have their boobs pushed up they have on pantyhose and these short short orange mm-hmm. shorts and the, the, the joke is like men go there for the chicken wings clearly you <laughs> and i would since we love chicken wings uh should go there i feel like going there would be sadder than a strip club I went there a couple of years ago with some mm-hmm. coworkers, and it men and was women? Uh, or, yes, men, okay. men and women, and it was sadder than a strip club. Yeah, like the people they had there. I don't know if it was like the A team was on on break or something, but <laughs> yeah, it was it was the C team. This was like D league, right. um, and old, not like young, but old, not mm-hmm. you know tight but loose, right, right, um, and. The food was really shitty. Like it was cold. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I was so disappointed because I was ready to have a great time at Hooters. But you piece of shit. I know you sick. Yeah, I'm sorry that the women there they had on pantyhose. The, the women had on like pantyhose on their chest <laughs> and arms too, <laughs> and their face. Like, honey, look, I you get too much pantyhose on. Yeah. Um, but no, but it's insane to think like if you're a woman and you want to make money, mm-hmm. that your options as a waitress are. I don't know, work at Applebee's. Yeah. You don't have to dress like this. And just think about the comments oh they must God. get from all these jack off men who come on their lunch break, pound three Coors Lights. Yeah. And start to feel a little fancy. Like they're going to, you know, win over one of these yeah. girls. Or I guess you have to be a stripper, um, <laughs> which is even further down. But it's no wonder the place is going out of business. Yeah. Because I, the funny thing about our economy too is it's doing great. But. I don't feel like it. it doesn't seem like all my friends are like making money. It's like, I feel like it's all these weird facts and figures about GDPs and, mm. and, and the stock market's real high, but I think it's just rich people getting richer. Oh yeah. Not Hooters people <laughs> making more money so they can then waste a hundred bucks at Hooters yeah. on beer and wings. It's crazy. So I wonder there's, there was a place in Vegas with the same concept um, that I think opened up right as we moved from there. So like, I don't know, six years ago. Oh, really? But I don't know if it's still open, but it was called Twin Peaks. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I have no idea if it's still open, right. um, but I think it was like the same concept, like big busty ladies serving you food mm. and beer. There's a place like that that cuts your hair here. I think it's called Roosters. 
Oh yeah, I and think it's that's beautiful, right. good-looking women with big tits mm-hmm. will cut your hair and wash your hair. Now, see that. See that the the problem with Hooters is like if you are at a show club, there is a relationship where the woman is paid to be naked and mm-hmm. dance for you. But at Hooters, they're not. They're just supposed you're supposed to look at them. So it's even worse. They're in some weird sexual. Uh, harassment purgatory mm-hmm. where they're not getting paid what strippers get paid, yeah. but they're still getting treated terribly and leered at and stared at. But I, uh, f- I feel like if you apply for a job there, you know what you what's in store. Yeah, you know what I mean. You're That's probably true. like, I got a hot body. I can make tons of tips without after having to show actually show my tits. I guess, but you still have to work your ass off. Yeah, that's and, true. Like, serve yeah. Food You're still and, busting tables. Right, and, and then you go yeah. home at night smelling like fried food and regret. Yeah. So it's not that easy. She'd be like, look, you know what? Or I pop my top <laughs> and show these titties and I make 10 times as much. Yeah, true. Oh, man, it's hard out there, Eddie. <laughs> uh, all right, enough of that. Uh, let's do a couple voicemails. And Oh, okay, got to do this voicemail. Okay. So our good boy Josh, good friend Josh, <laughs> good boy Josh, <laughs> good boy. I we got our fantasy leagues and they've kicked off, mm-hmm. and everyone's having a great time. And I said to Josh, "Yo, man, make a little ditty because people want help. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, people are tweeting in, writing questions, looking for tips." Real quick, yeah. If anybody doesn't uh, don't doesn't remember, but Josh is the one who has the fantasy football folder correct yes okay he's the guy with the folder he's the guy who's very serious about it Mm -hmm. and so he's in our league and he sent us a voicemail which is half of it's talking shit to me (laughs) because him and i played last week Mm -hmm. and the other half is some hot tips all right so if you're looking for some fantasy tips uh here it is yo this is josh aka pussy stay wet in the sifts fantasy world what up eddie and dan the beast uh, more like damn the defeated. You knew from Jump Street your pre-ejaculating cock was not going to be able to outlast this soaking wet pussy. Am I disappointed like your wife? Yes. Surprised? Not at all. I hope you enjoyed my haiku. Do you even know what a haiku is? It's not supposed to be a rhyme, idiot. It is literally the lamest poem ever existed. Come to think of it, Derek's dandies probably invented the haiku. You know, that techie brain of his was like, what can I invent that no one needs? No one will know what it is. It'll kind of be awesome, but suck way more. A non-fucking rhyming poem. Haikus are cool. Anyway, haikus <laughs> suck and the dandies will suck. Speaking of more sucking, big shout out to Steve, a.k.a. Death to Goodell. Dude, did you think this was golf? The lowest score doesn't win. All right, time for business, guys. My goal here is to try to give you advice outside of what the professional analysts are saying. Uh, I really like Antonio Gates' tight end of the Chargers, especially if you're a Greg Olson owner who went out for the year. Gates may not perform next week or even the following week, but I think as the year progresses, he's going to be a solid tight end that he's always been. Uh, Naheem Hines, running back from the Colts, uh, undrafted in most leagues, looked really good in week one. Didn't get a lot of work, but they're really high on him. Uh Jets defense. I'm going for this for only one week, not a season play, but I really like them this week. They looked good against the Lions, fast, aggressive, uh, and I'm not sold on Miami's offense. A little sneaker here. If Doug Baldwin's injury in Seattle is more serious than the reporting, I think Brandon Marshall, a wide receiver, his role is going to significantly increase, and 
you know, could could win you a championship if Doug Baldwin's uh, injury is more, more significant. Yeah, that's all I got for you. Dan, I know you enjoyed me pounding your ass this week. Uh, give Dan, the defeated, feedback on this quickie segment that we're trying out. Uh, and send any email questions that uh, you may have about fantasy that you'd like my unprofessional, unresearched, and my gut opinion on. Deuces. All right. Thank you. Yeah, I'm going to actually use some of that advice. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I should have said uh, put a pin in it. I don't know, time code 48. <laughs> if you do play fantasy and you need some uh, some hot tips uh, from your boy Josh, uh, thanks. Um, and sorry, yes, he did beat me. <laughs> he beat me. I beat Lisa. And I think you won and lost too. Yeah, Lisa. I lost to Dylan. Um, so, hey, uh, congratulations, Dylan. Fuck Dylan. <laughs> and you and I play this week. We do, yes. So Battle of the Titans. Here we go. Um, but yeah, thanks everyone for playing and for listening uh, to that. Let's do one more voicemail. Uh, our boy English Paul sent us a funny voicemail months ago, and I've been meaning to play it. Let me let me play it real quick. Hey, Dan and Eddie. It's been a while since I called in, so I just wanted to quickly say congratulations to Eddie on creating a little human being. And I hope that America survives long enough for him to reach adulthood. (laughs) Seems a bit touch and go, you know what I'm saying? Uh, So listen, I just wanted to share a quick story with you guys. And first of all, I'm aware that many of the stories I tell you, like the witch's kiss and the guy who um, was stood at a urinal for like eight hours straight, they all seem to take place in public restrooms. Now, I'm not some weirdo who just spends all his free time in toilets. It's just a, a disproportionately high ratio of which it happens to me in them. Okay? Sure. Uh, so, yeah, I was, I was in Manchester Piccadilly in the toilets, and I found myself a few urinals away from a guy who was very clearly jacking himself off into it. Um, I didn't look directly at him. It's a bit like when there's a, an eclipse, you know. <laughs> um, but there's a very distinctive hand movement that you can recognize even in your periphery vision. So it was pretty clear what he was doing. Um, also, I could tell that he was like looking around at me to see if I was watching him, which made me very uncomfortable. So I just kind of put the old fellow away and uh, and I left as if I was finished. And I mean finished as in done pissing, not the finish he was aiming for. Um, so I was just wondering, do you guys think that men do this regularly? Is is this kind of like an English thing? Um, I mean, it, with America, since... I take most men don't carry around little sachets of personal lubricant. That rules the moist men out. So I think this is probably going to be a dry guy venture if it does happen over there at all. But what do you think? Three times it's happened here to me. None of my friends have ever encountered it. But three times I've found myself in a toilet next to a guy who is having a wank. It's not normal, is it? No, it's not. <laughs> no, definitely not. Um, but you are a good-looking fellow, so maybe you attract mm-hmm. um, these guys. At the urinal, <laughs> which over here we say urinal. Yes. <laughs> First time I heard that, I'm like, what the f- Urinal? I thought he said something about a rhino. Right. Like a rhinoceros. I was like, what? It's fun to make fun of people <laughs> and the way they talk. Uh, no, but, dude, yeah, something's going on. Yeah. I've never seen anyone jacking off at a urinal. Uh, so, okay, and I guess... The, the urinals depend. Some urinals have the divider, mm-hmm. so you got a little bit more protection for privacy. Privacy. Mo- privacy. <laughs> and most don't when you're in the loo. <laughs> and in this case, a, a guy just coming and jacking off into the urinal seems insane. It, yeah. Like, you really need to come that bad. Right. 
that you're going to j- basically jack off in public. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I can't, I, I, I can't wrap my head around that. And does, I mean, I guess he's gay, this dude, because he wants men to see it. And I kind of feel like it's less risky. Like if you jerk off in front of a woman, mm-hmm. she's, she, she should call the police. Yeah. If you go into a bathroom and just see a dude jerking off, you're just going to say, oh God, <laughs> this is fucking weird. Yeah. And then just walk away and leave. Like you probably aren't going to call the police. I mean, but you probably should. Yeah. Because maybe something else uh, awful could happen. But I'm also trying in my head to imagine a guy jerking off at a urinal, <laughs> which I do often. <laughs> Believe it or not, more often than you, I guess. And is it the motion where he couldn't be going like from his body outward? Like per- no. It's got to be real yeah, up and down. Yeah, it's up and down. Real close yeah. to the chest. Like he's trying to catch it in his mouth type deal. Yes, he's, it's pointing up north uh, <laughs> at him. And it's just, no, Paul, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry that's happened to you. It's weird and odd, and I think I think you should start taking pictures of these people and start oh, yeah. start a blog about it. Shame them. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. That's happened before, where like a woman, women get groped on subways and trains every day. Yeah, every day, and every once in a while, a guy will press his luck extra hard and like really grab a woman or do something so inappropriate that she'll confront him on it. Or take his photo, mm-hmm. and then I love her so often. One of those photos will go viral. Yeah, and it turns out that it's some you know, the manager of you know the supermarket mm-hmm. who's been doing this forever, and he gets shamed, and then maybe he kills himself. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, all right, thanks, Josh. Thanks, Paul. Show's over, dog. Yeah, we don't even have time for questions, which we've got so many of. Saveforthe-show.com/slash/contact if you do want to fire us in a question. Uh, or a suggestion, or anything that happens to be on your mind. So for this week, as we say goodbye, and I know I gave a hard time to things we hate with Amanda and Daniel. They're fans of our show, too. <laughs> so I, I do. I, I, a few people have written in to say that we've inspired them to do a podcast of their own, and then I never hear from them again. Mm-hmm. And my hope is that one of these podcasts we inspire becomes even more popular than ours. Yeah. Pull us up. There you go, man. So maybe it'll be Amanda and Daniel. Check out their show. Like, Google like Things We Hate with Amanda and Daniel. Uh, and of course, otherwise, our good friend Amanda Hug and Kiss. This is an old story and from an episode 76. And it's called The Mile High Song. Uh, and so I'm sure it's about exactly what it's like. <laughs> And, and that's it. So otherwise, this has been episode 302 of Save for the Show with Dan and Eddie. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you soon. See you. I never gotten any love on an airplane. I haven't either. I mean, certainly not in the bathroom. I think nowadays it's even harder. Yeah. Like... Yeah, because you can't, they're not going to, they're going to keep an eye on you. If you can't mill about. To, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I've never even thought to, and those bathrooms are nasty. Yeah, and tiny. Right. So. I, I, I've only really flown with my wife. I never took like a fun trip down to Cabo with some <laughs> slutty girl who just had to fucking take me in the bathroom. <laughs> so maybe that's my problem. Yeah. And I don't think I could get a hand job. No. Well, you know me. I can't go dry anyways. <laughs> yeah. And I'm certainly not going to my wife's going to suck my dick on an airplane. <laughs> Give me a break. I can't get her to suck my dick at the house, let alone on an airplane. <laughs> Why would she break that rule for the airplane all of a sudden? Yeah, so that's not going to work for me. Une ville fortune, une ville fortune,
Maybe that's what he thought was weird about <laughs> yeah. me because I had my dick out. 